to God. You know, God is a refuge, and being at church is a refuge, right? It's a good place to be around our people. And if you're here and you don't know God, you're in a good place. First of all, you can know God. That would be the best thing that could happen to you. And second of all, you're going to be around a whole bunch of people that love you. And that is a great thing. Amen? Amen. You know, it's uh, this weekend is Father's Day. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs> two people two people like it. Uh, you know, uh, we have the best father of all. And, uh, and to, to say that is so small compared to what he is. Because so many of the times we look, you know, you can read the Bible and, to, and to, to even grasp a little bit of how great he is, you know, it just, just goes all through you. And that's just a little bit. Because our Father created the heavens and earth. Our Father is good. Our Father is healer. Our Father is kind. Our Father is merciful. Our Father loves us with an unfailing love. And, and these are things we need to remember about our Father. Amen? That There's things, you know, He's been misrepresented so much. I remember, you can open your Bibles to James 1 if you want while I'm talking. But uh, my mom, her, uh, her mother, actually it was right before I was born, I think, um, took her own life and took two of her young siblings' lives with her. And this, I mean, this, we're talking years and years ago. And uh, it was a bad thing. And uh, the church, at the funeral and all that, told, told her, well, you know, these things happen for a reason. You know, it must have been God's will because it happened. Well, she immediately said, then I can never trust him with my kids. Yeah. Right? And you can see why. Because that's not our father. Right? That is not our father. And and for years after that, she did not trust him with her kids. She took us to church because she believed you you needed to go to heaven. But that was about it. And for probably the first eight years of my life anyway. And I'm so thankful that she found the father. I'm so thankful that she found the kindness and the goodness of God. And she found the Lord that loved her. She experienced something in a moment of time that changed her forever. And she never, ever went back another direction. She began to serve the Father with all her heart from that day forward, and she never quit. If you saw my mom, you talked about Jesus. If you didn't want to talk about Jesus, then you didn't want to see my mom. I mean, she was a legal secretary, and she talked about Jesus as a legal secretary. More people got witness to in the lawyer's office than you'd ever know. Amen? And that's a good thing because that's what people need. They need to experience the Father. They need to experience His goodness. They need to experience the truth about Him because people talking about Him that don't know His character, that don't know his qualities that don't know him personally, they shouldn't be talking about him. He's a good father, right? Yeah. 
and the, and the qualities of God that, that we enjoy and that we trust in because we can trust Him. Why? Because He's our Father. He's a good Father. And, and the world itself, the devil has tried his hardest to make Father a bad thing. He has tried his hardest to make when you say Father, he wants you to see something that hasn't been good, something that hasn't been stable, something that hasn't been there for me. Our Father's been there for you and me every step of our way. No matter what we were going through, he was right there with us. You know your greatest fan is God. He's been cheering for you before you were born. And he's been cheering you before you were saved. He, he took and, and what were enemies to him, he gave the greatest gift ever for so that you could, would no longer be an enemy but be a son, be a daughter, be a child because he loves you. He could, that's what it says. He said that he commended his love towards us right that while we were yet sinners he wasn't even going to wait to love you until you got saved you know because a lot of a lot of people you know our flesh you know we, we say well i think i love you no he loved you before you even got saved while you were a sinner he loved you before you were born he loved you and if anybody's told you anything different it's a lie it's a lie and, and, and it's, it's the devil trying to take away your relationship with God because what it'll do is just like what it did with my mom. It took her away from what God truly wanted, which was a relationship with his child. Amen? Every father wants a relationship with their child. And we've got an example of how to have that. You know, I'm thankful that I have a 27-year-old daughter now. You know, I told my wife the other day, I said, you know, if we both lived to be 120, if I lived to be 120, she'd be younger than me. But then we'd be married 100 years. Right? And, and, and Ramsey would be like, what, 90-something years old? <laughs> 90, right? At nine, she'd be 90. That's what she'd be. Yeah, she'd be 90 years old. <laughs> she turned 27 this year. She was my Father's Day gift when I, when I was 30. And, and I'm thankful, and I'm more thankful that I ha- had that, that her as a, as a daughter, but I'm more thankful than anything is what God showed me through her. He showed me the, his fatherness. I don't know another way to put it, so I'm going to give you a new word, his fatherness, because his fatherness is amazing. You know, we aspire to be like that father. Amen. That that's that's what I would aspire to be like is that father. Look at uh, James one, verse fifteen. Let's look at some qualities of God. I like to talk about the goodness of God because He's good. When my mom did figure out that He was good, you couldn't tell her anything else. If you said, if you come to her and say, you know, God was in this storm, she'd go, Oh no, come sit down here. You were getting ready to get a lesson in the goodness of God. And we, we never, we didn't walk in our house and even say something like God wasn't good because she was going to be real happy with you while she sat you down and talked to you about how good God was. Amen? And, and you know, for a father, I had a good father. I had a father that was a coach. 
He was, he was my, my help mechanic. You know, he was, he's always, he's still here today. He's called, we call him the big. My dad's always been called the big because he's the big. In our family, he's the big. And he's a great dad. And I'm thankful for him. But I'm more thankful that God introduced me to his fatherness. I'm more thankful that because of my dad, I learned about my father. Amen? And if you're a dad in here today, the most important job you have on this earth is to introduce your children to the father. And my dad made sure we were in church, no matter what was going on, no matter what we had, no matter what what else was going on. We were in church. And he's a good man. And I'm thankful for him. And I'm thankful for both my parents. Good, good parents are important because they teach you about a good God. And, and that, is, that's, that is a dad's number one priority, is teach your children about the Father. James 1.15 says, now that was completely out of the notes, and there you go. We want to we know about God's fatherness, right? James 1.15, every good gift, every perfect gift, where's it from? above and it comes down from the father of lights what what kind of gifts does god give good ones and perfect ones if you got something that wasn't good and it wasn't perfect so i'm getting i'm just i'm not going to talk about a lot of stuff you don't know i'm going to remind us i want to remind us about how good our father is amen if you got something and it wasn't good amen it wasn't god if it wasn't perfect it wasn't God, right? And these are things that have been confused over time because people got people would get they they would get something happen in their life, and they would go to some person or take a scripture out of context, and they would experience something they called God that had nothing to do with who He is, and that would mess up their life for years. Why? Because who are you going to call on? If you can't trust your Father, the Heavenly Father, if you can't count on the Heavenly Father, you can't count on anybody. Right? And, and that's what the devil wants. He wants our vision of Father skewed. He wants our vision of God completely messed up because if he can mess it up, he can keep you from the relationship that God wants with you. God wants that relationship where you're just walking down the road and he can talk to you, right? He may just walk down and say, you know, I sure love you. Man, when God does that, don't, doesn't it make you feel good when he does that? You're talking to thanks, God. Wow. You know, because why? Because so often we forget he's right there. We act like we're walking down the road by ourselves. He's with us. He, he's with us all the time. He's watching over us, right? If, if we would listen, he sings over us. Our Father sings over us. Huh? I think we ought to start listening more. I want to hear that in the morning instead of me in the shower. Right? Because yeah, in the morning, my voice is a little gravelly anyway, and it wasn't that good before. Right? But God's voice singing over you, that's got to be pretty good. Amen? This is the Father we want to know. This is, this is what we, that's the one that you run to. You never run away from 
and he's a good father and he gives good gifts. And, and guess what? It says right after that, it says, and there, it, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So he's good and it's not likely to change. In fact, is there's no likelihood it's going to change. So he, he's good today. Guess what? He's good or tomorrow. Right? And the more you know him, the gooder it gets. He's a good God. And he's doing good things. And he's looking for more good to do. You know, and we, we've gotten this mentality where, you know, in, the, in, your, in your life, you think, well, I've got to do this to get this. I've got to do this to get this. God doesn't want you to do. He just wants you to love him. Right? He wants you to give because you love him. He wants you to serve him because you love him. He wants you to do the things that, that the Bible enables you to do. They're not just commandments. They're enablements. When he tells us to do something, now we can. When, when we're saved in the Holy Spirit's shed abroad in our heart the love of God through the Holy Spirit, we now have an ability to love like God. We, we literally, he puts his love in us and then says, go love. Right? But you got to believe he's good or you won't even believe how good his love is. you got to believe he's a good father, that he desires good things for you and through you, and he wants to use you to show others how good he is. you got to believe that. And, and, and you got to know that in your heart, and you've got to experience it through him because he's a good god he's a great father he 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 does things. look at this go to psalm we'll just get right out of order just right now psalm 103 thank you lord he's helping us already you know because you know everybody says yeah i know he's a father no he's a good father he's the greatest father he he's a father that, that when everybody else is saying you can't, he's saying you can. No way. Oh, yeah. There's a way. I'm the way. He, he's, he is our biggest fan. There's never a time where, where we are on our own. There's never a time where we're out there without any protection because we have God. Right? Even when we're doing the wrong things, he'll try to help you all you can. Now, don't get me wrong. You get out, out off away from him, he can only do so much. But he'll do as much as he can. Amen? Psalm 103, verse 10. It says, Not according to our sins hath he done, un, done to us, nor according to our iniquities has he conferred benefits upon us. So he, he's, not, he's not deciding by your goodness how good he is. He's deciding by his goodness. He, he, he's, not, he's not saying, well, they got a lot of iniquities. I'm not going to confer any benefits upon them. No. No. He, he's conferring benefits on you because he loves you. Amen? He, he's confer, he, again, but when we were sinners, he was conferring benefits on us. It's our job to receive them, but he's still going to confer. Love does what love does. You can't stop love from doing what love does. It's not possible. God is, go- he is love. He does love. He, love happens around him because he's love. And, and if you don't like it, you want to stay away from him. Because love is what's going to happen. 
and, and you can't stop it. And, 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 and people are looking at these things and they're saying, and see, that's what I always wanted to do with Ramsey because God showed me this years ago. I never wanted her to give her something because she obeyed. I never wanted to withhold something because she didn't. It's hard, <laughs> you know, because when you're training up little kids and you aren't trying to get them to learn how to use the restroom, you got the M&Ms in your hand, <laughs> Right? And God says, I don't want her to learn that way because I'm not like that. I don't bribe you so that I can give you something good. I don't, I don't do that. Right? People think God's into barter. He's not into barter. He's already given you every treasure that ever existed. It's our job to receive it. And what happens when people read, think in their mind with their flesh, they think, oh, I'm way too big a sinner. To, to, to receive from God. So what happened is the devil took your confidence away. The, the benefits are still there. God conferred them upon you. Yeah. Not because of what you did or didn't do. Why? Because he's a good father. Yeah. Right? right. He, I'm not saying that he, he's spoil, spoiling somebody. He's not. He's, well, actually, he, he's not spoiling. He's been so good to us that we're learning to be good. Why, his, his goodness will teach you to be good, right? When I was a little kid, I followed my dad everywhere. Why, this is my dad. First of all, no one can beat him up in the whole universe, right? So I'm safe with my dad, right? Why, because I want to be like my dad. And later on, as I grew up, mom's walking by, and she said, you walk just like your dad, right? Start talking, you sound just like your dad. I want people to say that about me and God. Right? You're walking and you sound just like God. Yeah. Wow. He is my father, so I, I do take after him. Yeah. You know? And, and that's how I want to confer my benefits, just like God does. Right? I've bought Ramsey stuff right after she did stuff that she should have never done. <laughs> taking her to dinner and taking her shopping. Right after she did stuff that irritated me. Probably was more for me than it was for her. <laughs> right? Why? Why did you do that, Dave? Because she, I don't want her to learn that she gets my benefits because of, for, for trade. Because you were good, now you get this. Because that's how people think about God. You didn't get, you got, you got the ultimate gift when you were a sinner. So we know God's not that way. Now don't get me wrong, there are things that he gives us the ability to do. Giving is not just a command. It's an enablement. He's saying, give, and it'll be given unto you. Why? Because he knows that if he can get this into you, if he can put that in your heart, that your life will never be the same because he's put a law in place that will always work. And he loves you so much, he wants you to know that law. Amen? He says, he says stuff like, Love your enemies. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Right? He says stuff like that, and your flesh says, huh? Right? I, I got offended when somebody cut me off in the grocery line the other day. <laughs> Why? Because you weren't walking in the benefit. Right? He conferred a benefit on us when he put that love in us, and he said, now love your enemy. Now 
Pray for those who despitefully use you. Now, do things you thought you could never do because you're not just counting on your flesh. The Father has given you something. And I've given you something to live your life by. Why? Because he's a good God. And he wants your goodness to go out through, his goodness to go out through you. And, and why? Because you're his child. Right? Amen. You know, Ramsey, she, she's doing so good. I'm, I'm so pleased with how God's helped her because she's our only child, so it's not like we had a second chance. <laughs> you know, we, we were either going to mess her up real bad or God was going to help. And, and God helped. You know, we had a lot of other help. You know, I'm still thankful to this day that her and Miss Phyllis are best buds. You know, and and it's a good thing. But I'm thankful that God showed me at least a few things that he does and says, do these with her. Don't let her grow up thinking this of me. Why? Because he wants her to know how good he is because ultimately his goal was what she has now, a relationship with him, not a relationship through me to her. Or, yeah, through her to me, through me to God. There you go. I knew I'd get it. It was right. It was on that side of my tongue, and I had to get it over. Right? So it's, it's, it, is, it, is, it is God's desire that every person know him as a father. And, and you know what? For him, we should have father's millennium or father's forever because we, it, that one day would not be enough to be thankful for everything that he is. Amen? And, 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 and as he confers these benefits on us, it says not according to our sin or not according to our iniquities have he conferred benefits upon us. For as the height of the heavens, I'm in 103.11, as the height of the heavens is above the earth, his kindness, I'm actually reading Young's Literal, I forgot to tell you that, didn't I? There you go. For as, as the height of the heavens is above the earth. His kindness, his kindness. There's, there's another word for your father. He's kind. If it seems unkind, it's not your father. See, God won't confuse you. He tells you exactly who he is in the word. So if somebody comes to you and says he's something besides kind, then they're not talking about your father. Right? Well, let's keep it simple. You know, that's one thing I liked about my mom. She said, when, when you don't understand that God's good, just trust that he's good. That's simple. And especially when you're a kid because, you know, I'm, I think by that time I'm 9 or 10, I go, oh, okay. Why? Because 9 or 10-year-olds, they don't argue with you. Why? Because nobody's told them that that's not true yet. Right? 9, 10-year-olds, they just believe. Right? <laughs> I'm glad I believed. I thank God that I was told that and I believed it because he's kind. He's a kind God. He's looking to do kind things to you. How do I know he's kind? Because it's one of the very qualities of love listed in 1 Corinthians 13. It's one of the first qualities. He's patient and kind. So if love is patient and kind and God is love, then he's patient and kind. And I know he's patient and all y'all know that too. (laughs) Right? He's patient. He's loved and kept stuck by us and believed in us and cheered us on and and grabbed our hand and said, come on, we can do it, we can do it. And he's done it every time patiently. Why? Because he's expecting. 
He's earnestly expecting you to succeed. He, that's what he's expecting. Why? Because good fathers do. He, you know, people say set you up. For, God never set anyone up for failure. He can't. Love never fails. It's an impossibility. All we have to do is look at the word and we'll know God. We can't listen to people that are confused because they got mad about something that didn't go right when they thought it should have went left. And so they're now taking scriptures and and the whole book of Job and making it their life. All except the last two chapters. Right? It's like they just lost out on that. That part where Job said, surely I've spoke of things too wonderful for me to know. They skipped that. Right? And repented and said, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. What did he learn? God's good. Right? He learned that God was good. And then when you learn God's good, you get the goodness of God. Right? Because he was doing good things before you got it, but you just didn't get it. You had to get it. And when you got it, you you get it. Right? When you got it, you get it. There you go. More new words. Shouldn't give me. Shouldn't give me a couple months off. I'll find them all. <laughs> For as the height of the heavens is above the earth, his kindness hath been mighty over those fearing him, revering him, those those that 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 humble themselves to him and say, "This is God. This is God." I mean, that's what we should say every day. People say. What are you going to do? I said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, but God is my father. (laughs) I don't know if you know this or not, but God is my father. Right? I mean, we should be excited every day because your father, I mean, you can't even look as far as as he did, as he created. You can't see, we don't even see an inch of what he created. We don't see just a little small piece of how good he is. You know, we're going to get to heaven someday, and no matter how good you found out he was on the earth, you're going to get up there and say, wow, I never even imagined you were that good. Why? Because it's so much. He's so good. People say, well, Dave, you said that a thousand times. I may say it a thousand more. Why? It's what we need to know. What, what the devil wants you to think is that he's not. So it's obvious that it's really important that we know. Amen? Where'd we go? Oh, there we go. As the distance, as, as the distance of the east from the west, he hath put far from us our transgressions. I'll tell you what, if you thought King James talked backwards, this, <laughs> this is backwards as it gets right here. Huh? But I can tell you this, the east and the west never meet. They ne- there's nowhere where the east and the west meet, and that's how far your transgressions are. I was, uh, I was writing Ramsey a text yesterday on her birthday. Was, it yesterday. was her birthday yesterday? Yesterday, it's the day before I wrote it. I wrote it the night before. And I was sitting there thinking about her life. And I knew there were so many things that she'd done. I mean, she... She was a good girl, but she wasn't a perfect girl. Right? She did some pretty crazy things sometimes. And uh, and some of them made us really angry, and some of them, you know, there were some times where our house got a little tense. You know, I don't want to say it was perfect world, because it wasn't. 
She, she was a teenager. Actually, she was a grade schooler and a teacher. She was always likely. She, she's had her own mind. But I was thinking about all those things in all those years, the good and the, and the bad. And for some reason, even at the bad, I laughed. And I'm like, why, why is that, God? He said, forgiveness. He said, forgiveness. Forgiveness doesn't remember any of those things bad. Right? He said, forgiveness is a quality of love. And when, when you love those things, you, you, you're, you're not holding a grudge against your kid. Why? Because good fathers don't. <laughs> right? If you're holding a grudge against your kid, you need to stop it. I don't care how old they are. Don't hold a grudge against your kid. That's the love your child needs. Your child needs to know, no matter how old they are, how young they are, that your love is consistent. It is consistent. Remember what he said in Matthew 5, 45 maybe, or 46. He said, he said, um, so actually right after love your enemies, pray for those who spitefully use you. And, and, and he said, you'll be like your father in heaven who reigns on the just and the unjust. Right? The sun comes up on the righteous. And I may have that backwards. But the, basically what he's saying is, I'm good to everybody. Right? He's as good. To people who don't even believe him, he's as good as he can be. What? He, bring, he makes the sun to shine on you. He gives you oxygen to breathe. He gives you one more day to find out he's your father. Right? He causes the rain. If it rains on my garden, it rains on the person's next to me garden. Just It doesn't matter. I know him. And that, you know what? He loves them just like he loves me. Why? He's a good father. And he loves. That's what God does. You know, people say, well, I wonder why he loves them. Because he loves everybody. We don't have to wonder why God does anything because everything he does is right. Right? And you say, well, are we supposed to love everybody? And that's, yeah, that's exactly what it says. Love everybody. The same amount of people that he hates, you can hate. There you go. Carte, carte blanche. You hate everybody he hates. Satan. There you go. There you go. God doesn't hate people. Why? Because love can't hate. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. As the distance from the east to the west, that's how far he's put our sin, put from us our transgressions. As a father has mercy on his son, so even in the Old Testament they've compared him to a father. Why? Because he's a father. As a father has mercy on his sons, Jehovah has mercy on those fearing him. God is merciful. The word, one word for mercy is loving kindness. God shows his loving kindness to those who fear him. God God has mercy. God has kindness towards those who fear him. That, that's, that's God. Every word you'll find that describes God, I mean, you know I, know, I know in the King James it says terrible at times. Terrible means good. Right? See, God was doing that way before bad meant good. Huh? Oh, it wasn't God. It was King James. King James, he was ahead of his time. He was a pretty cool cat. Huh? He said terrible, and what that was was awesome. Terrible meant awesome. He's a terrible, awesome God. He is terrible, awesome. Amen? 
You know, it's like when you eat something good, you say, that is terribly good. Huh? Glory to God. He's a good God. He's doing good things. Amen? Amen. Go to Matthew 10. Verse 29. It says, are not two sparrows? You know, I was reading this. This is just an interesting thing, and I got everybody in here knows it. But in Luke, it says five sparrows are show, stored. I don't know if the price went up in Luke. <laughs> in Matthew, it's two sparrows for a farthing, right? In Luke, it's five sparrows for. So I think if you're going to shop, go to Luke's grocery store. Yeah. That's all I'm going to tell you about that. I like to keep you up with these tidbits, okay? Just so you'll know. Amen. <laughs> for the, for are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall to the ground without your father? God knows how many sparrows died today. He also knows how many sparrows were born today. Your father knows how many birds. Like if he said, God, how many birds died? He'd say, 6,732,518. And you'd say, well, how many are born? He'd say, 8 million. Good news. You increased. <laughs> but he would know. He would know. And then you'd say, how many hairs are on my head? And he would tell you. He would tell you exactly how many are on your head, how many you lost, which I don't even want to know. <laughs> Except I want them back. Right? But, but he knows this. Why? Because he cares for us. These are, the, the devil would love for you to think he doesn't care about what you're going through, that he doesn't care about what's going on in your life. That he does, the devil would love you to believe that because why? Because the devil's a liar. Yeah. If the devil would love me to believe it, I know it's not true. Right? And so why am I going to believe something that he's, he's pushing? God cares about how many hairs are on your head. He cares for you. Amen? He, he, when he said humble yourself, right, unto, uh, under the mighty hand of God, what was he saying? He's saying, put yourself underneath me where you can always be safe, you'll always be protected, you'll always have me over you to tell you what to do, when to do, what not to do, how to succeed in everything you do. Why, why should we humble ourselves under the mighty hand? Not because we're afraid if we don't, because he's a good father. These, the reason we do things that God says is because we trust him, he cares for us, he's kind, and he's good. These are his attributes. Have we heard a bad one yet? Terrible was the only bad one we heard, and it's good. Right? He's terrible good. Thank you, Lord. Are, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and you're not, your father knows, or not one falls to a ground that he doesn't know, but the very hairs of your head are numbered? Fear ye not, therefore, you are much more valuable than many sparrows. Right? I know that that wouldn't be popular among the animal rights people. But Brother Morris taught it, right? Hear from this pulpit. God loves us more than birds. It's just true. 
He loves the birds because we like them. (laughs) He put birds here for us to like, not for us to like the birds, or not for the birds to like us. Right? It's not about the birds. You know that everything God thinks about is about us. Right? You know, when people say, they say, well, you know, maybe that's not his plan for you. It, his plan's good. Right? What's he say? I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Amen? That's his plan. Anything else is not his plan. If you're not experiencing that plan, it doesn't mean it's not his plan. Why? Because he's a good father. He spoke that plan in the Old Testament, and it's still his plan today. Amen? His plan isn't going to change. Why? Because he doesn't change. Right? When he said he wanted something good for you, he still hasn't changed. And... He's not likely to. In fact, is it's completely unlikely. Amen? He's not changing. You don't need to change when you're good and you're kind and you're caring and, right? You're God. You're awesome. You don't need to change because when you're that, you'll change everything around you. Amen? He's a good God. He's helping us tonight. I like this better than when I was studying it. Let's look at Luke 15. We all know this parable. You don't know that it's a parable, actually. but It's called the prodigal son, but I'm not sure that's all it's about. We all know what he did. He asked, he asked his dad to divide up his portion of the inheritance. The dad divided it to both sons. Right? Everybody knows the story. And shortly after that, younger son takes off with his part, goes, spends it all. On, and you know what? It doesn't really say what he spends it all. His brother's who says what he spends it on. Right. Riotous living is all we know, right? Because yeah. I can tell you right now, I spent some money on riotous living, and I didn't go near a harlot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think just because it's riotous, uh, I, don't, I don't do it. Let's, let me put it this way. Don't do it. Let's just say it's stupid. Make that two words, stupid. And so he gets to the point where he's completely out of money. There's famine in the land. He's working with the pigs and eating the pigs' food. And you know what? That could make you come to yourself. Right? And I like where that starts, though. It says he came to himself. In verse 17, it said, When... He came to himself. And and I think that's a moment where he realized, wait a second, it's not the V8 moment. It's, no, it's a God is good moment, right? It's a God is good. And see, we need to have more of those moments. When things aren't looking good, when things look like they're going the wrong direction, when the doctor gave you the bad report, when the, when the bill collector called you for the third time, when, when your wife's saying bad things or your husband's not being nice, when your kids are going off doing things they ought not do, that's not time to have the moment where you say, man, this looks bad. It's time to have a God is good moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to have, wait a second, my father 
is good. Right? He'd forgotten it. He had to come to himself to remember that his father was good. Well, what did he remember? He said he came to himself and he said, wait a second. My father is so good that even his servants eat and have leftovers. That's a good, that's a good dad. He said, I'm going back to him. I'm going back to dad. We need to have those moments. You need to have a moment in your life where you say, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Head, shut up. Heart, take over. Right? Right? Like if you were in a plane, you'd say, head, get out of the pilot seat. Heart, get in there. Right? Your heart is what needs to take over in that moment because your heart knows God's good. Your head doesn't know anything. Your head only knows what you put in it. Right? And, and it really doesn't even know that. If you took it out, it's, it would forget it. Right? I don't know where that came from. He came to himself and he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? In other words, my father is so good. And that's what we need to say. So you know what? Wait a second. God is so good that when I wasn't saved, he loved me. God is so good that he purchased my healing 2,000 years ago before he ever knew I would exist. He, he, God is so good that he bore all my sicknesses, all my disease. God is so good that he's been faithful to me. He's never left me. He's never forsaken me. God is so good. And, and, and we have that God is good moment. And we say, that's my father. See, God is good, but my father is personal. Right? We need to start recognizing our father more often. We need to wake up in the morning and recognize our father. Our father. Why? Because he's a good father. He's a good father. And he's doing good things on your behalf. Amen? And, and he came to himself and he said, and, and I perish in hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. I am no more worthy to be called your son. And see, those words sound good. But God don't even listen to that. Father didn't. <laughs> right? This father is an image of God. And, and so he said, I'm going to go tell him that. He said, he said, Father, I'm not even worthy to be your son. Make me one of your hired servants. And he rose and he came to his father. And before he even got to his father, his father saw him. Right? Why? He's a good father. Right? He knows that's his kid and his kid's been gone. And he wants that kid. He's not worried about where he's been, what he's done. You know, a lot of people that say, okay, where have you been? What have you done? Huh? Where you been? Whose party were you at? Did you drink? What was there? What was going on? Hmm, I need to know now. You're grounded for 18 months, by the way. Guess what? Yeah, you do need to get to the bottom of some of the things your kids are doing, but you need to love them first. You need to love them first. You need, you need to love them. What did what, what this dad do? He fell on his neck. He didn't say, where you been? Right? He didn't. Where you been? 
You know, that's why the son wasn't afraid to go home. Why? Because he came to the realization, wait a second, my father's good. We should never be afraid to come home. We're children of the Most High God. We're children of a kind and merciful God. We're children of love. We should never be afraid to go home. I don't care what you've done, where you've been, how bad you thought it was. It's not nearly as bad as the people you talked to said. Right? You know, I feel like I've disappointed a lot of people in my life, but I don't feel like I've ever disappointed God. I'm not saying I didn't do things that disappointed Him, but I was never a disappointment to Him. Why? Because he's love. He forgave me before I repented. All I needed to do was repent to get it. And that's what happened here. This son repented before he ever walked back towards his dad, and his dad knew it, or he wouldn't have been walking down the road because he saw his son, and he knew his heart had changed, or he wouldn't have come home. He had to come to himself and remember, wait a second, dad's good. Dad's good. That's where I'm headed. I'm headed to dad's place. I, I don't even care if I'm a son. Why? Because he treats his servants so good, I don't even have to be a son. But that won't work once you're a son. If you're bought by the blood, you're bought by the blood. If you're born again, you can't be born again a servant. You're born again a son, a daughter. Amen? And, and so his son comes home and he kisses him and on his neck and his son's trying to get out his spill and his dad's holding him and hugging him. He says, Dad, wait, i got to talk. Dad, I, I'm not worthy. And his dad just stops and says, Ring, robe, shoes. Ring, robe, shoes. Why? My son's here. He doesn't, he, he doesn't have to prove himself to wear these. He's my son. I'm not dealing with him according to his iniquity. I'm not dealing with him according to his transgression. I'm conferring my benefits on him right now. Why? He was home. When you come home and God knows you're home, you know, I've repented of things that I didn't really repent of. Anybody else ever done that? I'm just going to use me as an example because it's easier. Right? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'll never do that again. And the next night you do it again. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. And God's not even listening because you ain't sorry, first of all. He's like, I love you, but that's not it. Right? He never quit loving me. He just said, that's not it. But the time I said, God, I can't do this. This isn't me. And he knew. He knew my heart. Just like that. It's over. What? Forgiveness. Right? And then he doesn't say, well, I'm going to restore you a little bit because I don't trust you. Why? No. No, he restores you all the way. Right? He gets you the robe, the shoes, and the ring. He restores you all the way. Why? Because you're his. And he's good. And he's kind. And he's merciful. And he loves us. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Let's look at one more verse and then we're going to be done. All we got to do is decide which verse it is. <laughs> Two more verses. How about that? 1 John 3 and Romans 5. Romans 5 5 says, And hope makes not a shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit which is given unto us. God, our Father, took a piece of Him. And he gave it to us. 
First, you can recognize him through it. Because you have his spirit in you, you can now recognize him. Why? Because you have the spirit of God in you. You have the Holy Spirit. We can recognize who God is. And because of that love that was shed abroad in our heart through that Holy Spirit, we can recognize his goodness and then give his goodness to others, show his goodness to others. What people in this world need to know is their father loves them. He gave his life, he gave his, he gave his son's life for them. He gave his greatest gift for them. And he loves every person walking on this earth today. Every one of them. And, and he's for them and he's not against them. He's not trying to be, he's trying to bring them in. He's not trying to, be, and he'll do that through us as we recognize his character and walk in that character. Amen? But we always have to use the Holy Spirit to recognize the character of God. If somebody says something about God and your spirit goes, hmm, say, you're saying that everything happens for a reason and maybe God had a plan for the cancer? No. Your, Your spirit didn't receive that. Even people that don't know any better don't receive that. Their spirit just cringes. When they hear that, why? Because it's not true, and you just spoke evil of a good God. You didn't do it on purpose. You did it with a lack of knowledge. But it's not time for us to receive that. It's time for us to go, no, no, our Father's good. Come here and let me talk to you a minute. And then you let that love that he shed abroad in your heart, you let that take over. Because now the Holy Spirit helped you to identify what what they don't know and what's not true about God. And now it's going to help you love that person and talk to them in love where they can get it. Because once you find out the Father's good, you want what he has. Amen? You'll, you'll head home really quick when you find out the Father's good. When you think he might be mad, you're not going home. Right? I remember one time I went out. It was 3 in the morning. And, and I, I had been out all night, basically, 3 in the morning. And I never did that. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I never broke curfew. Ever. If they said be home at 12, I was home at 1130. Don't know why. I gave them one, I guess. <laughs> Let me make one thing easy on you, Mom. Sorry, everything else I made hard. So, Right? But this time it's 3 o'clock, 3 a.m. And I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to decide whether to go home or just leave. <laughs> I mean, I've never done this before. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, this is the worst thing I could have ever done. Why? Because I've never done it before. It's not the worst thing I could have done, but I'd never done it before. Right? What did I have to remember? That both my parents were good. Right? I might get in a little bit of trouble, but they're still going to love me. They're still going to do me good all the days of my life. And that's what people need to remember about God. If you mess up. Do not let the devil condemn you. Do not receive condemnation. The Lord will not condemn you. He'll correct you, not condemn you. And we don't want to let him do that. That was free too. Amen? Romans, uh, no, 1 John 3, 1. And we'll close. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knows us not because it knew him not. 
you could go on with that, but what I really wanted to get to is He bestowed upon us not only His love in us, but He put His love on us. And He said, I want you to take this because I love you, and I want you to show people my love. I want you to show them that I'm good. I want you to show them that I'm kind. I want you to be merciful. I want you to not judge. And you go right back to what Jesus said. Who knew the Father better than Jesus? Nobody. So if it's in red and he's talking about the Father, listen. Because he said he's kind to the... You want to be like your Father in heaven? You be kind to the unthankful. Right? What's he saying? You can't do that in yourself. Like I said, we're likely to yell at the person that cuts us off in the, in the, in the grocery store. When God's saying, no, I've enabled you through my love. I've bestowed love upon you so that you can be kind. I've conferred benefits in you so that you can walk in love. I've done things to you, a born-again child of God, that enables you to be me on this earth. And when we, when we let that happen, when we walk out these doors and we let that happen, when we can forgive one another first, you know, we need to work on that in the church. <laughs> Before you walk out, forgive one another. Well, you don't know what they did. It doesn't matter what I did, they did, he did, she did. If you're walking in unforgiveness, you're walking in ungod. That was free too. But when we can walk out these doors and we can be like our Father in every circumstance, under every situation, we, we have the wisdom to answer just the ways people need to hear it. We, we, we treat our kids the way God would treat their, His kids. We treat others the way God treats others. We, we use what He's put in us. He's enabled us to love at a level that no one else in the world can love unless they have Him. Without being born again, you cannot love. Not on that level. It's a love that changed the world. And that love can still change this world. Hate will never change this world. Love will always change this world. When we, when we stand up and say, God's good. He loves you. He's not quitting on you. He's got a plan for you. He, 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 he'll heal your body. He'll take care of your kids. He'll bring them home. He'll, he'll restore your marriage. He's good. He's fighting for you. He's good. He's good. I got anybody here that believes we have a good father. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's take a little time and thank our Father. Let's, let's receive Let's receive that goodness that He's put in us and let's thank Him. Let's acknowledge that goodness that He is. Every good thing that's ever happened in your life, every bad thing that you've come through, that you didn't think you were going to make it, but God made a way and you overcame, you're here today. Right? Thank Him. He's a good Father. He's a good Father God doing good things. He he believes in you. He believes in you. Somebody in here says, nobody believes in me. You're wrong. God believes in you. God believes in you. You're wrong. God believes in you. He believes 
You're more than a conqueror. He believes you can overcome. He believes you will make it. He believes in you. He believes enough that he'll take your right hand and he'll lead you through it. He, he won't just, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, yeah, sure, he can say, go ahead and do it. No, he won't. he'll just say, here, give me your hand. And he'll take you all the way with him. Right? He says, he say, what, what does he say? Is, I forget where it's at, but it says, I'll take your right hand and I'll be your help. The, the, the one that, like if you see a picture of the earth from space, and you're only seeing a little bit of what he, the one that did that wants to grab your right hand and walk you through this life. Glory to God. You got a song? Sing it. He's a good, good.